First and Fanatic. Hey everyone, I'm Waz and I'm with Ben and we're going to be going over some sports today on First and Fanatic. I normally just cover football, but today we're going to cover the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, uh, and football. So what do you want to start with, Ben? I don't know. There's a lot to talk about. The The U.S. Uh, finally got a win in the World Cup. Uh, the Celtics are good. The Bruins are good. The Patriots are playing. That's what we can say about the Patriots. <laughs> they are playing. Yes, they are playing. Um, so let's start off with the NBA because uh, I am a Celtics diehard and we are phenomenal right now. We're, our bench is phenomenal. We're actually killing it. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think they're just dominating. They are averaging 121 points per game, 121.3. And to put that in context, that is if this, you know, obviously they're on a, a historic pace, they'll probably slow down a little bit, but it would be the 14th highest points per game by a team in NBA history and highest in the modern era like basically since the 80s and the next closest team the Bucks from 20 and 21 they when they won the championship they averaged a little over 120 points a game so they're on a historic pace and I don't know they're just dominating I mean they're going to get Time Lord back soon too which is really going to be important for the defense you know shore up the uh the boards and all that so yeah, I mean yeah. they're awesome. They're they're clutch. They they're hitting their free throws eighty five percent. They're bombing from threes forty percent. And I don't know. They're just they're the hottest team in the NBA. They're first in the league in the standings. They've won seventeen out of their first twenty one games. Yeah, I mean they're, they're, they're crushing it. The only team hotter than them is the Bruins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So both Boston teams. I just want to point that out. Title Town, baby. Title Town. Um, I will say this: like a lot of the teams out there that I've watched, there's a lot of good teams out there. Like Absolutely. in the West, you have what? Denver? Denver and Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm shocked that the Lakers are terrible. I am absolutely beside myself. I <laughs> thought they were going to be way better than what they are. Uh, and if, if I was the Lakers fandom, I'd be like, trade everybody. I don't care. LeBron, do trade them. I, don't, I know LeBron's the greatest of all time, but right now, they don't look like the greatest of all time. They don't look like they can compete against anybody and I think that uh, youth movement should be done in L.A. Yeah, they're like three games out of the playoff picture. I mean, it's it's pretty weird to watch a LeBron team plummet like this. I don't know. I I just feel like they don't have chemistry. He's not a good fit with Westbrook. They obviously you know have their own agendas. They don't they don't gel as a team. I don't know. They yeah. just yeah. I know the Lakers are trying to go with the you know the whole LeBron GM LeBron type of you know roster building, but I think it's run its course and and uh, they obviously are not clicking. I don't know. No, move on. And it's kind of I, I thoroughly enjoy seeing the Lakers. They're 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 out of the playoff picture right now. I thoroughly enjoy seeing them that low. Yeah, in the standings. I, I I strongly believe that the league is better with the Celtics and the Lakers both being good. I'm I, I'm, sure. I'm biased. Um, I just think that they bring more of a crowd in. I would love to see New York become good. I mean, it's been a long time, Ewing days, since New York's really been good. I think those would be like, uh, send LeBron to New York. Make him the king of New York. I, I, I'm not a LeBron fan. <laughs> I, I know everybody's on the LeBron wagon. Oh, LeBron, LeBron. I am not a LeBron fan. I'm not. I think he he goes to teams that have like a stacked deck and he becomes um, a champion. And I'm not faulting him for that. I think it's great. And he's put up great numbers. I just think that he's not doing the things everybody thinks he is. They're like, oh, he's the greatest of all time. He has a surrounding cast that makes him better. I, I, and right now he doesn't and it shows. Yeah, I think that's totally reasonable. I mean, he's he's getting up there in age, but he still has has it. You know, his game is still LeBron. You know, he, he hasn't fallen off a cliff. Yeah. And so to see the 
team as a whole not coming through, I feel like this is uncharted territory for LeBron teams. Like they're always up there in the standings, and this is this is really unusual. Yeah, you could tell he doesn't like it. I mean, he doesn't look he doesn't look happy. And who would be if you're on a losing team? You're not going to be happy. I mean, that's bar none. I um I was just reading an article about the Celtics and. They were talking about how Brogdon and um, what do you call it were on bad teams and uh, like the different uh, schematics of how it goes. Like on the Celtics team, they're winning. Everything's great. Everything's peachy. You know, but then when they're on a losing team, they, they let you know like how bad it was and how bad the offices were. And, you know, like one group out there, like the Dallas Mavericks, I think that that's a good team. I mean, that has like a lot of potential. Um, Luka's amazing. Yeah, Luka Donkey. I mean, what did he put up like 50-something against the Celtics? Yeah, well, I mean, he's we, a beast. We still won, but I think that uh, he did great. Yeah, he's so impressive. He's a superstar. Also, you mentioned New York. I want to give a little bit of credit to the Knicks. They are in the playoff picture. They're the tenth, tenth in the standings in the in the Eastern Conference right now. And they actually play the Bucks tonight, so that'll be a good test. They just beat the Pistons. They blew them out one forty to one ten. But I mean, this is a real test against the Bucks. So we'll see if they're a, a contender or a pretender. <laughs> so I don't know. I. I think I agree in general, like the, the whole landscape of the league, it's always more fun when the, uh, the, the top, you know, markets in the country have, have good representation. So another, like one team I want to, I want to point to that needs improvement, the Warriors. I think that it's, I don't know if they have like a championship hangover or something, but you know, they're just, they're 11 and 11, they're playing 500 ball and, and, um, it's surprising because they looked like they found a second wind at the end of last season. They carried it all the way to the championship, and I wanted to see them come back strong at the top of the West. And and you know, I want to, I want to, as a Celtics fan, I want to rematch in the finals with them. But I don't know if they're like a championship contender this year. But they started off slow last year, and then Curry found his form, and and they they skyrocketed. So I don't know. I just expect more from the Warriors these days. But they're still in the playoff picture. Obviously, it's very early in the season, so we'll see how things go for them. Yeah, I see a championship hangover in the NFL too. Uh, the Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Although the Bengals are on fire right now and they're dangerous, so I think that that's one team that can climb back into the playoff race and do a lot of damage. The Rams they got injuries right now and they really don't look championship ish. I mean, the Bills, of course, do. Uh, the Miami Dolphins do. Um, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles ridiculously on fire. Uh, they just got to shore up that defense. Um, and I want to give mad props to the Jets. I mean, the Jets are a contender. They're out there. They're doing it. Um, they're winning. Uh, Wilson got benched. I think that was a great move because he didn't own up for what he his part in the loss against the Patriots. And um, I think that they're doing a phenomenal job in New York. Uh, there's a lot of teams out there right now that you wouldn't expect to be in the playoff pitch. And some teams that like I thought were going to be in the playoff pitches that have done nothing, like the Denver um the Denver Broncos, the Vegas Raiders. I mean, all those teams I thought would the Green Bay Packers. Packers look terrible. Um, it's just, it's really floppy, flippy NFL right now. And I think the younger teams that are great, like, of course, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and those teams are starting to really shine. And you can see, like, the older teams are starting to fade off. Tom Brady and the Bucks. I mean, it's 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 the newer generation stuff. Sure. Well, starting with the Rams, I mean, they're just in complete shambles. Like, they have no Stafford, no Cooper Cup. Uh, going back to the offseason, Whitworth retired. That's a huge impact on their offensive line. They just can't block people. They can't run the ball like they need to, uh, you know, the fundamental McVay offense in in their running game. I mean, it's just not happening. And yeah, I mean, the loss of Cooper Cup is massive. It can't be understated. Like, 
he's literally their whole offense. He unlocks the the entire game plan for the Rams. Just being able to to uh, you know scheme him open and and move the ball down the field, score touchdowns, and then on the defensive side, I mean, they're just not holding up either. I, I don't know. I mean, they're just really weak. They've only won three games, and 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 they're fading really hard and. And they're banged up, and it, it's just straight up not their year. I mean, like I, I saw that the they're they're the worst Super Bowl or defending champion uh, since the the 2003 Tampa Bay Bucks. So I, you really don't see this happen to defending champions that that often. That much of a drop off, no. Sure. Uh, I will say one team that surprised me: the defense is really not that good and has given up a lot of points. Is the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you see, like, they've lost a couple of games that they were leading, and then, like, in the end, they've just lost. Everybody, everybody says, oh, it's Deshaun, um, not Deshaun, um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar. They're saying, oh, it's Lamar, it's on his, sh-. it's really not. If you look at what the defense has given up in um, the fourth quarter, it's basically on the defense. And uh, I'm not justifying Lamar Jackson, like, not being a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. I'm saying that, like, he can't be faulted for the what's going on in Baltimore. Sure. I mean, did you see the end of the last game against the Jaguars? The the Ravens took the lead, and then the Jaguars go down the field. Looks like they're going to tie it up with the last second touchdown and extra point, but Doug Peterson goes for two. They convert, and, and the Ravens lose the game. So, I mean, I think they're another team that's kind of, you know, they're not in shambles like the Rams are, but they have a lot of issues with injuries. And this kind of just goes back to last year. Like, they lost all those running backs that tore their their ACL, and they're still not healthy. J.K. Dobbins isn't playing, Gus Edwards, and, and the offensive line, too. Like, they've had guys coming in and out with injuries. Uh, Lamar Jackson is really struggling to find weapons. Like, he um, just got Mark Andrews back. This, this past week but even he missed games Rashad Bateman's done for the season he had surgery on his foot like so they're just searching for weapons on offense and and it's keeping it's keeping the other teams in the ball in the ball game um not my fantasy because I had um, <laughs> Andrews and uh and he was out so <laughs> yeah so I'm out right now so welcome back Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but they they got I don't know they're seven and four they're in first place who do they have in the division they have the Steelers they're going to be playing them yeah. in the second week of December I mean that's kind of an opportunity for the Ravens to 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 put away the division they they got the Bengals you know they they are playing them the last week of the season that could be on fire for the uh, division title there um the Bengals are sort of dealing with injuries of their own but they're getting Jamar Chase back. Joe Mixon, I don't think he's supposed to miss too much time, but P. Ryan stepped in as the as the backup, and and they're moving the ball. Is uh, it too late for the Browns? I mean, Watson's coming. So. so Watson's coming back this week. I don't know what the offense is going to look like. I mean, the the Browns just picked up a huge win in overtime against the Bucks. So. Yeah. I mean, but they're four and seven. I don't really like their defense at all. They get gashed by by running backs almost on a weekly basis. I mean, so I don't think that's really a winning formula. But I don't know. Maybe Watson will come in and change things for them. Well, I know the people. Uh, a couple of the people that accused him are going to be at that game. So it's going to be uh, uncomfortable, I think, for him when he comes back. I mean, unless he's just like, you know what, I'm not here to play the game, and I'm not going to let the outside stuff distract me, which I would do. I mean, you're facing stuff on the outside. I don't know if you did or didn't do what you're accused of. It's not my place to judge you. Um, I know people are on the fence about it. I think the court system will handle that. Um, But you coming back as a player, I think, you know, it's going to be a boost for the Cleveland Browns, or or it's going to be one of those daggers that actually kill you. Yeah, I don't know really what their plan is, like long-term for the rest of the season going into next year. Like, 
at four and seven, they're they're so and they're in thirteenth place in the in the AFC, which is obviously you know they're three games out of a playoff spot in the standings right now. Make with, up, they can uh, make that up. Yeah, with with six games left. So I mean, it's doable, but I mean, how you know big of an impact is Watson going to make? Even when he was with the Texans, they were a borderline playoff team. Yeah, but um, he didn't have the talent that the Browns have. I mean, the Browns are talented. That defense, not. I mean, the defense gets gashed. But on offense, they have some talented receivers. Uh, they have a great running game. Mari Cooper's awesome. Nick Chubb is a beast. Yeah. So I mean, and he Watson's not afraid to run. So I mean. They have potential, uh, but there are a couple of teams out there. I would like to say that the AFC East and the NFC East, all the teams in those divisions are, are, are with winning records, and they are a beast of a competition in those in those comp- um, divisions. So that's something that to look at, especially with the Washington Commanders coming on strong and the Giants kind of tapering off and Dallas all of a sudden becoming like the Dallas we thought they could be. Yeah, I thought the Thanksgiving game with uh, Dallas and the Giants was really interesting because they're both 7 and 3 going into the game, but I feel like there's a really there's a really big difference between those two teams. Like Dallas looks like they're the I in my opinion I think they're the top contender in the in the NFC even more than the Eagles who the Eagles are really good but I think that Dallas's defense just sets them apart like the way that they torture the other team's offenses you saw them do it to Daniel Jones all game long like they turn the they, they force turnovers Dak Prescott he's he seems like he's he's ready to go this year like he got hurt and then they they held strong with Cooper Rush in there, and now Dak's back. Like they're they're pushing the ball down the field through the air, and and I thought that it was just a really interesting showcase to see how two teams at the top of the standings, both seven and three, but they kind of demonstrated how they're farther apart than the standings show. Like I just think the Cowboys are are really strong contenders, and the Giants are not. I just think the Giants, Daniel Jones, I don't think he's the guy. I don't think that they're going to beat top teams like like Philly, Dallas, San Francisco. I don't think they're going to beat them in the playoffs. Minnesota, I just don't think they have the fire, firepower to compete with, with teams like that. Yeah. I mean, the NFC has some really well-rounded teams, like offense and defense, both strong on, on, on a lot of these guys, on a lot of these teams. So Yeah, and the way Dallas manhandled Minnesota, I mean, they, they, they do look That was like, unbelievable. They look like that a beast. shocked me. I mean, and Philadelphia's defense is, is questionable. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of questions on the defense. I'm sorry, Philadelphia fans, but there's a lot of questions on your defense, and you've given up a lot of points when you shouldn't, and you have the best record, but do you? I, <laughs> I think the thing about Philly is, like, they kind of been sort they, they they've lost a few guys to injury, and so they've been kind of, like, hanging on, and they finally, you know, they finally lost one against the commanders a couple weeks ago so that kind of exposed some weakness in in the team but they're still 10 and 1 and um i think and they're putting up a lot of points i think they're going to get some guys back on defense like jordan davis the first round defensive tackle that they drafted this year um he's really important to their their run defense and i think teams have been have been taking advantage of his absence and they're going to get him back it's going to be really important they're going to um, bring him back from ir in the next sometime in the next three weeks hopefully this week yeah they just got against the titans sue, right? they're gonna put yep and then they got sue and indomitian sue and linval jo- joseph two veteran defensive tackles there that were just free agents and and they wanted to sign with a contender in in the late season window so i mean i think that's important they just it's always good for playoff teams to have bodies in their defensive line rotation especially you, like deeper into the winter you go so where do you think beckham's going uh, if he's smart, he'd go to the Cowboys over the Giants. I think. Um, I mean the 
let's see i think a lot of teams could use him he obviously proved last year with the rams that that he can come through on a short notice like they traded for him last year and by the by the playoffs he was he was firing off i mean he was really important to them in their super bowl run i don't know i think he if i was him i would go to the bills or the or the cowboys you know just straight up top two teams in in their conference and i just think that's a really good opportunity you could come in catch passes on the sideline give some of the you know other guys a little more space like dallas has cd lamb he could pair with him really well open up the field yeah cd lamb is huge for the cowboys stepping up after they traded amari cooper and then for buffalo i think they just need x I think they could add as many pass catchers as they want to their to their wide receiver group because they're just they're trying to throw the ball 40, 50, 60 times a game, moving the ball at a fast pace. I think the more guys you have in that rotation is really important. So like Miami Waddle and Hill beast. It's it's amazing how how Miami's won 5 games in a row. It's amazing how big of an impact Tyreek Hill has on just I mean they they wiped the floor with the Texans the, the other day and then they were up 30 to nothing at halftime, and then they just took out the offensive starters. So the score wasn't a massive blowout. It wasn't 50 to nothing like I thought it would end up as. Texans came back a little bit, but they put in the backups. I mean, like if the starters were still out there, they probably would have scored 50 points. True. They moved the ball down so fast. And it's a mad compliment to the Chiefs that they traded off Hill, and they're still kicking butt. I mean, they are still 100%. I mean, killing it. I mean, the, the, nine and two, first in the AFC. Yeah, they're just ridiculous. I actually, I like the Chargers too. I think the Chargers have great potential. Um, yeah, they finally got Keenan Allen back. Yeah, they have great potential. I mean, when we first did Personal Fanatic, we talked about the different divisions, and I said, like, all the different pieces that moved around and all the different things that could happen, um, how fun and exciting this NFL year would be. And some teams have lived up to that, others have not. Like I mentioned, Las Vegas, Denver. There's some teams that I really had high expectations on, and they just, studded so um the ones i did like you know the chargers and the chiefs so I, I actually like the fact that this is going on yeah the the russell wilson trade was a pretty big investment just to finish fourth in the afc west i mean so we all thought that was going to be like the craziest division of the of the season and uh i think it's shaping up to just be a two-team race the vegas i don't know they can they can put up points sometimes they they have some good players but their their defense just isn't it i don't think that they're going to make much of a run I, I do want to mention the Chiefs, though. Tyreek Hill, I mean, I think he proved it. he's proven how good he is by going to Miami and still performing at the same level that he did with the Chiefs. And then when you look at the Chiefs, Mahomes, I feel like maybe he got kind of stuck on forcing the ball to Tyreek Hill. They traded him. Now Kelsey's the guy. He's proving that he's incredibly talented. Mahomes is incredibly talented. I think he works a lot better when he can spread the ball around and Andy Reid can scheme up different creative plays for whoever they feel like giving the ball to so i think that just helped i think their offense is a lot more healthier now than it was last year because they're able to just open up the playbook they don't have to you know lock in on tyree kill in order to move the ball down the field which is weird because they were so dominant together right but they're also so talented yeah it reminds me of kind of like when brady had uh moss and he had other he had west walker you had all that talent and he could, you know, spread the ball around. That's like what's going on with Mahomes right now. He has a bunch of talent. They're not Moss-esque as wide receivers, but they're talented. Mm-hmm. And he can throw the ball to them knowing that they're going to get yardage. Sure. And they have, it's just like how I think the, 
the Bills could use a guy like Odell Beckham. He's not rookie Odell who's gonna who's gonna you know light defenses on fire. But same with Juju Smith Schuster. He had an amazing season, second year in his in his career. I think he had like 13, 1400 yards. But you know, so they're not gonna they're not gonna put up numbers like that. But they're just really good players, and you can move them around the field. You can scheme them open. You can you know, count on them when you need to pick up a, a third down, just like good fundamental players who, you know, they're, they're not going to be the number one receiver in, in fantasy football on the week, but they're going to contribute. They're going to be big contributors when the Chiefs win. Depression and woe to my fantasy football team. May you rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, uh, so <laughs> the NHL, the Boston Bruins, oh my God, like no one thought this was going to happen, but we are like on fire we just beat the lightning three to one um we just look dominant i'm so i'm so happy that they're they're getting the the lightning's number first of all i mean i it just bothers me when it like i feel like over the last few years the lightning have been a thorn in the bruins side we could never really break through against them we lost to them in the playoffs once or twice and now the bruins are finally overtaking them it's really nice 19 and 3 is a ridiculous pace undefeated at home 13 and 0 at home yep ridiculous 40 plus 40 goal differential. It's it's insane. My only thing is I I, I wanted to follow into the playoffs. Like I've seen the Bruins do so good. Then we get in the playoffs and it's just like <laughs> choke. <laughs> they got screwed in 2020 because of the pandemic. The yeah. the only thing that could have stopped that team was the world ending and it did. And I feel like this is the this is a really um redemption. This is a critical <laughs> moment for the Bruins. Like they are Chara's retired. Bergeron's getting older. They got, you know, they lost Krejci last year and then he came back. That's like amazing. The Bruins are supposed to be in a, a period of time where their core is aging and retiring and moving on and they're having a youth movement. They're rebuilding and it's amazing how they're just not skipping a beat. Yeah. They're, they're, they're ascending now. And that I, I just think it's, it's mind blowing, honestly. Yeah. And like they're beating teams that are, are really good. I mean, they, they're not just beating like, you know, teams that like everybody's stepping on they're beating some quality teams i mean of course we've Absolutely. lost to a couple of quality teams too so we do have some issues like i'm not sitting here saying the bruins are on the feet no we have issues but we for can some reason the issues. florida panthers always like i don't know why they have our number but it doesn't really make sense to me but. no because usually like the florida <laughs> panthers like they have the potential to be a great team but they never are and like like i said they just they just got a number like we'll go against florida and all of a sudden like we just look pathetic <laughs> pittsburgh penguins just recently beat us i mean that's an older team that has like a lot of veterans on it so we have some we have some good challenges out there i think it's like this season in general there's a lot of good nhl teams that have great def- uh, defenses and goaltending that we have to go against and um hopefully we do as, as good in the playoffs as we are right now in the season season's still young so anything can happen um we do got a bunch of people coming back which is positive for us um i'm looking forward to that uh, what about you i just think it, it's insane like they're putting up four four goals a game like it's it's like the celtics they're on a historic pace is it sustainable i don't know i mean like it's a long season Hockey's is a really physical sport. I'm sure that, you know, they're going to deal with the injury bug as much as anyone, you know, in the league. It just, it just happens. But like McAvoy, he's, he's, um, obviously he's so important to them. You know, they, I don't know. They just have a really strong, like deep roster. Like they don't have a lot of holes. And I think that's going to help them sustain a long season. Like if, if they miss, if guys miss time, they can bring in, you know, re- replacements that are going to perform. They're not just going to bottom out. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like Hall's on our third line. Hall's an all-star. So, I mean, 
that just shows you how deep we are. Yep. I just think that it's, I don't know, Pasternak's amazing. I mean, like 32 points on the season, 14 goals. I mean, they're just, they're just performing. That, that Lindholm trade last year is, is, is making quick return on investment. I mean, and it's, it's, it's fun. It's funny to see how, how big of an impact David Krejci still has on the, on the team. Like all the way going back to 2011 when they won the title. I mean, he's still just as important to them as he was back then. Yeah. It's good to see him come back, and I, I hope that they continue this amazing run. Um, speaking of amazing runs, the U.S. soccer team, uh, amazing. You guys, like, I'm very impressed with the U.S. soccer team that we've come this far. We just beat Iran, uh, controversial situation in Iran, where, like, uh, supposedly Iran threatened uh, family members of the uh, U.S. soccer team's family, which is crazy. But, but, uh, and we're doing and their own players. So, basically, the, the government of Iran was not... They were pissed that the the players on the Iran team protested against the national anthem, yeah. and they threatened them, saying, "I don't want you guys to make a spectacle like this anymore." And so then, against the United States in the pregame, they went along with the proceeding of the national anthem, and just you know, they didn't make any sort of waves protests. Yeah, so it's really dicey situation. Yeah, but we've moved on, and uh, who are we facing now? We're facing. Argentina? I, I believe it's Senegal. Senegal. Are you going to wake up and watch the Saturday morning game? No. The game's at 10 a.m. <laughs> no. <I'm, laughs> a little I, preview before football I'm going to be driving to work at Trader Joe's. <laughs> I, I got to work 11 to 7. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're playing Saturday morning. It's awesome. I mean, they they won a game. They it, it was like it was so hard to watch the World Cup 4 years ago and think, damn, it like really sucks that the USA isn't here. I mean, they just need to be there and I'm so happy that they made it to the knockout round. It's going to be exciting. Like I think they could win a couple games. No, no, Maybe think, they're not as good as like England or Brazil or France or teams like that. But I mean, they could they could make some noise. No, I think is amazing the women's soccer team, the women's U.S. team. Absolutely. For years, they have been the pinnacle of American like support for soccer. They have brought to soccer to life. Won the last shout two out, World Cups. Shout out to the women's soccer team because without them, people wouldn't really care about soccer because the U.S. soccer team hasn't been that good so this year they're there they're kicking butt it's great to see that but i just want everybody to know like the women's soccer team has been the, the forefront of soccer in america and they need all the support they can get they need everybody to say yeah you're right they have been the class act of the soccer world also by the way correction the u.s is playing netherlands netherlands okay 10 a.m on saturday i will not be watching that people i just uh, i'll be driving to work uh <laughs> I do not watch. I'll the, take notes for you. Yeah, I do not watch the early morning games of NFL when they're overseas because I sleep. Uh, <laughs> I think that you know one o'clock is a good time. Well, I'm I'm psyched. I mean, so I'm. I think Polisic is going to be back because I I read a comment that's saying he's going to be fine for the next game. But you know, it got pretty dicey in the second half when he was injured, and and they uh you know they had to play an extra nine minutes of stoppage time, and Iran had a bunch of really close chances but they they the u.s seems to have a really strong defense like the only goal that they've given up so far in the world cup was on i think it was a questionable foul that resulted in a uh, penalty kick for wales which they converted so the the game was a one-to-one tie but other than that moment the u.s hasn't given up a single goal yet so i think that's a really good footnote to to spring off of and like i think that if they i don't know they put on some good pressure in the first half against iran like you know they had some good chances i think the u.s still has more potential that they can realize and like going on in the rest of the tournament well we'll see because we're moving on 
or anything else you want to add to this week's episode? Let's see. Xander Bogats. What, what do you think about the uh, <laughs> Xander? Yeah, Red Sox resigned Xander. I, I would love to see Aaron Judge ditch the Yankees. I think that would be a huge slap in the face for New York. Do you think uh, George Steinbrenner would ever let Aaron Judge hit free agency? No, he's locked up. They're Absolutely not. Gonna not. Go. <laughs> he's gonna get the bank. <laughs> Steinbrenner would never let it even come to this. No. So, I mean, I just I would love to see Judge go somewhere else and just say f you to the Yankees because you know who doesn't love to say that. But yeah, I mean, what do you think about the the Bills Pats on Thursday night? I want to have faith and hope that the Patriots will do good against the Bills. I want to. The Bills have not been dominant. The Bills. It's have at not New shown. England. I still want to have faith and hope that the, Bills, that the Patriots will do good against the Bills. Uh, here's what I want to say about stuff. I grew up when the Patriots were terrible. So I watched them, and they were awful. They were called the Pats. So I have never been one of those people that rub it in anybody's face when their teams are doing bad. The Jets, anything like that. Because I always knew that stuff would come around. And it has. It's come around. So if you have a team right now that's not doing good, and you're like, oh, and people are making fun of you, they're wrong. Because stuff switches daily uh, like yearly on on nfl because there's free agency there's all kinds of things that happen so let me say this i told someone a while back that the jets would probably come back around and be good and they have the patriots let's face it we're okay we're not the dominant team we were a few years ago we're okay do i think we can beat the bills yes do i think we can beat teams out there yes are we going to i don't know anything can happen on any given sunday i think it's a huge test but i think the patriots can do it they're i think they're in better shape this year than they were last year their defense running game in the running game last year, they got shredded for over 200 yards against the Bills in that playoff game where they scored on every drive. I think this year the run defense is a lot stronger. Against Minnesota on Thanksgiving, they held Dalvin Cook to like 50 yards or something like that. And I think they have a lot better personnel just to handle the Bills this year. So I think it's going to be closer than the playoff game was last year. All right, all That's right. saying a lot. Anything else you want to add? <laughs> no. Well, thank you all for tuning in to First and Fanatic. Please check out our podcast, and we'll see you next time. Arrivederci.